When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, I'm Si and welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, the home of our wrestling series, keeping it real. And uh, this is series number two, let's say, with uh, episode number one. And you can watch the show on youtube.com slash Ace Podcast Nation. And of course, the audio versions of this and all the shows produced by Ace Podcast Nation are now part of the Sports Social Podcast Network, the UK's first all sports podcast network. You can find this and all our other shows there. So check them out at www.sport-social.co.uk. And they've got all sorts of stuff and shows. But uh, in this edition, and indeed this series, it is not like your usual wrestling series. We cram in as much random wrestling news and stories into about 45 minutes to an hour. Nothing too long. uh, And we get as much as we can in. No fun and relaxed way and uh, i am delighted because it has been too long since number one i've heard our intro tune it's been so long but even uh, even longer since i've spoken to this man in person i am delighted to welcome as ever postwrestling.com's writer and interviewer and of course the goat he is mr andrew thompson subscribe to his youtube channel as well as welcome him today how are you my friend Doing good, man. Appreciate you uh having me on. Good to be back. Right. Chilling, man. Everything is going well. I can't complain. Uh, so much has happened, mate. Like because obviously because I was doing the um the live football shows during the the tournament in the summer, like or at the start of the summer, it was just impossible. Our schedules just wouldn't match up. Would no matter how much we tried, it just wasn't happening. Obviously, for people who don't know, you're in America. I'm in the the UK, so we 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 have to match them up, you know, as best we can anyway. But when I was doing all those live shows, and you've got, you know, you're doing your thing, and things are opening back up, so you're traveling for interviews and things like that. We just couldn't get our uh, our times together, but we are finally back. I'm delighted to say, mate. And in the time since we last talked, a lot has happened. But you know where I want to start, mate. They fucking fired Bray Wyatt. Pricks. Yeah, they Absolute did. Pricks. God, mate, uh, I, I, speechless, mate. I gotta say, like, of all the people to fire, he wouldn't be the guy I would fire, like, because he's shown that you can 
um, he's shown that he can come up with new characters in, and if at least at the start when they book him right, he'll get over. So to me, and he sells a lot of merch, like to me, that makes no sense to release him. Um, but they did. He's gone. I think he's probably going to turn up in AEW. But And I think that'll be a good signing for them because I think it's something different to what they've got in terms of he's not necessarily the best in-ring worker, but from a character point of view uh, and a promo point of view and creative point of view, he's a very clever guy. Um, were you surprised they released him? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, no, you just cut out then. Um, so were you surprised that uh, they released Bray Wyatt? Uh-oh. I can't hear you, mate. Uh-oh. I can hear Wait, can, you. Can you hear me? Because it... I can no, hear it you. Sound yeah. like you couldn't, like. Okay. No, no, Wait, I can you, hear you. you yeah. can hear. Wait, say, say it again. I can hear you. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because well, you know I hate stream yard. Like yeah. um. But yeah, I, I was surprised when they covered why Definitely um, shock surprise. I thought he would end up being a WWE life, considering you know the amount of uh effort that both of the both parties put into presenting this most recent uh incarnation of Bray Wyatt. Um as far as the character goes and how he's presented uh i don't think there's anybody else to blame other than wwe for how they presented bray Wyatt. i felt like they had uh multiple chances to get it right with him i saw there were uh quite a few people on social media that were uh you know on the on the other side of the conversation as far as like out they, they didn't understand why people were uh quote unquote hyping up bray Wyatt and then get this like i mean everybody likes their different type of wrestling. I, I enjoy my work rate stuff and I also enjoy the entertainment aspect of it. I do like to have a little bit of variety in, in my shows at least. And you no know, WWE, they, 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 I mean, they like mo- most of their shows are like the drizzling shits. So I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah. Like, oh, but yeah. there are like certain points where things are like kind of good. And I remember uh, when the fiend first uh, had his first interest at the SummerSlam, 2019 show and i was just thinking to myself i was like this is fucking great and i'm gonna give it like two months before they fuck it up and voila yeah. they did they did exactly oh, yeah. that so like i mean i don't think it's anybody else's fault uh other than wwe's because i mean they had a they had a great uh a great entertainer in bray wyatt i mean like you said we don't I, nobody's out here saying bray wyatt was like the fucking work rate king yeah it was out here you know putting on classics because he definitely wasn't and i'm I, no. I, I would be the first one to say i was not tuned in to, to watch bray Wyatt wrestle but i did enjoy the character elements that he brought to uh television and as far as what's next for him i feel like he i feel like he don't like i mean it, i'm pretty sure he wants to um wants to wrestle but uh, he, he can really like go into like acting and shit like that yeah. and, like he can even go to like you know uh help out um the, the guy jason baker with the costume design and like it's a lot of money in that like he he helped jason baker get a job with wwe so that was cool um and you know it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what bray does next like i know a lot of people uh automatically point to AEW. like if he was going to AEW, i feel like that would be something different you know but I, it would be interesting to see how they would uh how they would present uh Wyndham rotunda uh yeah. and, and not not bray wide but at the same time like i think AEW has a really 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 solid track record as far as like taking talents who weren't utilized properly and presenting them in a good way on tv like we, we literally just mentioned it you know, off air like look at malachi black the dude has felt like more of a threat his characters felt like more of a threat than he has in the past three years like and and, and they they've done that in like what a month month and a half like he literally just squashed cody rose on tv and he's like it's a made man you made man off that bro yeah you made did, man off that. similar with brody lee as well didn't they were like they did the same shock thing. factor the same thing with brody cody. lee bro like but i'm like, telling you that's that that stuff helps a lot like oh, yeah. it, 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 it goes a long way convincingly it, it, it goes a long way and i'm like i know a See the the thing is like and 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 even people that's in the dark order they've done interviews like when they they say they cannot stand when people try to um force people into that spot yeah. that Brody Lee was and and I I one hundred percent get that like I'm pretty sure that shit is annoying like people keep saying oh yeah this oh, person shit. should be the leader of the dark order this person should do this but if there was anybody guy, yeah. that you I are agree. going to put in that position I would probably bank on it being the dude who was his real life best friend. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like if, they, if there's yeah, yeah. anybody that you're gonna put in that position, then and why not someone who was legit who's played a cult that? character be, like su- successfully before I with think. the guy that was leading. Yeah, that, yeah, like, it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? And I think um, yeah. just quickly on the Dark Order thing, um, before I make another point about that, is with the Dark Order thing, I I completely understand what the Dark Order guys were saying. I understand the point of view of a lot of people who say just leave it, don't try and replace. Uh, Brody Lee is like real, that, real, that real quick, not, not, not to cut you off, but I was like just to add on to your point. I was like, they don't want anybody joining the shit no yeah. more. Like they yeah, don't want yeah. anybody, like members, leader. They don't want nobody. No. Like the, the only the only consistent thing that I've heard from all members is that they want Brody Jr. take over yes. the Dark Order one day. Yeah, but that's like but that's like 10, 11 yeah. years from now, dog. Like I, I I I get the sentiment, you know what I'm saying? But like we don't know if Dark Order is yeah. gonna be. 10 years like that, that you you never like if AEW is going to be around 10 years from now you never know what the fuck happens you know what i'm saying like yeah absolutely if, if you're going if, I'm like I, I get the sentiment though you know what i'm saying like that oh, yeah. that, that would be like one of the greatest payoffs to a storyline yes if his son took over that that shit would be great you know what i'm saying yeah it would it would be incredible and like i i was kind of against it and then i thought about it a little bit and i was like oh well Maybe like Bray Wyatt's cult character was what got him over the first time. And I'm going to talk a little bit about his different iterations of Bray Wyatt in a sec. But like um, in terms of the Dark Order, like I do think that there's room for him or there's a potential good storyline and rejuvenation for them as heels with Bray Wyatt taking over and it becoming like that cult and the join the dark order stuff and the vignettes and things like that. I do think there's potential there. And I saw someone on um, Facebook say, um, suggest that they should, because they keep dragging out this Adam page, Kenny Omega thing. And every time it looks like they're going to pull the trigger, they kind of something happens or someone joins or whatever it may be. And they push it back a bit. And this guy said, basically what you do is when you, you make it look like, right, they're finally going to pull the trigger with Adam Page's coronation. And 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 just as you think this is finally they're going to do the match, you have the Dark Order turn on him and kind of Bray, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's debut or reveal. And then you turn them into like these mega heels led by Bray Wyatt or Wyndham Rotunda because everybody is itching and waiting for Adam Page to take the title off Kenny Omega. Everybody is waiting and when he finally does win the title, that pop is going to be insane. But if you want to make the Dark Order heels, I think that's the way you do it, is to cost him his opportunity. I wouldn't say cost him his, like his title, like in the title match, but like, I don't know, if he's got to beat the, the Elite in like a gauntlet match or something, and just as he's about to beat the last person, you have them cost him or something. Sorry, no, something. But... And you turn them into mega heels. But ultimately, um, just quickly, mate, before I get your take on that, um, Bray Wyatt in the WWE came in as the cult leader. Um, in NXT before that, he he was like a almost like um I forgot, I don't know what the word is, like a reverendy type preachery type guy, and then they kind of twisted that a little bit and turned him into a full-blown cult leader when he came into the raw um and the main roster. Then he was the eater of worlds and down with the machine. Then he was on his own for a bit. Um, and every time they rebranded or they just changed his character, he got over with the fans. When he was up against John Cena going into Mania, he was so over. You had all the crowd singing. He's got the whole world in his hands and and all these different things. Same with the, the, the cult. Same with um, he did. And I always point people to this. Because um, I know some people who are not a fan of him will say his promos back when he was doing those gimmicks sometimes were a bit the same and, and a bit too long. And I do understand that. But you go back and watch uh, the build-up to his match with The Undertaker. Bray Wyatt built that match on his own. The Undertaker didn't turn up for one episode of Raw or SmackDown in the whole build-up. Bray Wyatt built it himself with vignettes and promos, all of which were top class. And then the very last Raw before Mania, he did a promo in ring, staring into the camera. And I tell you what, mate, it was, I still say it was one of the best promos of the modern era. And then The Undertaker turned up and beat him in 
10 minutes at WrestleMania and everyone, you know, that and that iteration of the character was dead again. And it was they did it to him every time, every time he got over, the WWE would have him lose the big feud or the big match. Same with Cena, same with um the Fiend and Goldberg. It's just frustrating. But I am excited to see what Wyndham Rotunda can do when given creative freedom to go and really explore his creativity and what he's good. Because as much as The Fiend and everything has been good, how many times do you think WWE has told him he can't do something or that's too much or, you know, whatever it may be? So I am interested to see where he goes, how he goes, what he does. I'm sure he's got plenty of characters. Oh, shit, we got some breaking news, sir. Come on, tell me. Breaking news, my brother. It, it, it looks like that man CM Punk making the media rounds. He, I, I see a couple outlets got interviews with him. Wrestle Zone, TV Insider. Uh, oh, he's yeah. doing that that heels program, yeah. isn't he? And you, 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 you know they asking him. You know they asking him. You the know question. they. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's in. He's in. He's in. So yeah. Um, <laughs> now, yeah it, it, look, it's good. He's getting that out of the way. Just before getting out getting out the way now, though. Oh yeah. Just before we move on from Bray Wyatt. What do you think the WWE are doing at the moment? Because there doesn't seem to be any rhyme nor reason to what they're doing. They've just released a load of NXT stars, um, some big names in there as well, some names who you know were recently champions or be going up to the main roster. And like I know, I've seen some people saying, "Oh, it's an age thing or it's a size thing," but like that doesn't seem to be the case because Bronson Reed seems to be everything they would like about a superstar. He was recently a champion. Sounded as if he was going to Raw or SmackDown. Released, um, and there was a few others, which just it doesn't make sense. I've seen. Do you think they're getting ready to sell, mate? Because they do seem to be trying to get their cut some finances around the place. Uh, no, I don't think they're getting ready to sell. I think WWE is just downsizing a lot of the company, and I think once. Uh, like I, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if Nick Khan is like, you know, like I, I, I think that's just the the uh, the assumption from everybody that Nick Khan's just taking a look at the books and he's like, why are all these people making all this money like, and yeah. we're not even using half of them? Like, you might as well just let them go. And like that, that's the issue WWE's had for like a couple of years now, like the talent hoarding thing. And yeah. like you, like we've heard the, the reports about, um, like we've heard the reports about, you know, the reported changes coming to NXT and that will be uh I guess we'll see if that actually comes to fruition. But if that is the case, uh you I mean like that like I, I there was like a conversation going on about like if NXT failed in the sense of the its true job and what it was supposed to do, which is produce homegrown talents. And when you break it down like that and like you really look at it, it kind of did, but it kind of didn't because I mean like at the same time, like I think they Triple H turned NXT into a alternative super to the indie. WWE product, and it, yeah, it definitely is super indie. He turned it to an alternative to the but that worked. To the, that to, made to, it to popular. The, that, 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 that that's that's what I'm saying. That's what I was getting to. Like that shit made it popular. That's what people wanted to see because it was so different from the shit that you saw on Raw SmackDown, which nine times out of ten was ass. You know what I'm saying? So it was just way different than the takeovers delivered. But I mean, like when you really break it down, and like I guess you look at the point of triple h's job which is to develop homegrown wb talents i mean you can you got becky lynch sasha banks charlotte bailey uh okay. who else bray you got wyatt. bray bray wyatt you got montez for angelo dawkins who else roman you got reigns. roman reigns um biggie yeah uh, you 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 can't say seth rollins seth rollins no, no, already, seth rollins and John they, 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 they were they were already out there um you see, after that, it's, 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 most, it's, most of them were women, women dog. Yeah, like, but like B- Bianca Belair. Yeah, you know, like who 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 else like this on the current like this like homegrown. I'm trying to think o- now. This Omas. No, yeah, Omas. Um, what's the other big guy? Um, who's with uh, Apollo? Oh, Commander um, Z's. Yeah. Um. But uh, there's not a great deal of those like homegrown guys. But that's simply because most wrestlers have to work somewhere before they can yeah. get that opportunity. Real, real, real quick, like I, I think Triple H sort of turning it into that super indie really sort of allowed for those homegrown talents to sort of 
to develop with, 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 without without the pressure of like, hey, we need to throw your ass on TV real quick. Like, I think that sort of did help. Like, it's it, it kind of alleviates the pressure because now sure. if they really are turning NXT into what they say it is, then it's going to be an issue of like they're going to be start calling folks up and getting them out there way before they're ready. Right. And I think that's what when you but when you have you know the the people that you had there, you know. The collection of talents from some of the best from the independent scene it kind of just it, it, it alleviated that pressure of having to push out so many homegrown talents so i i, I think this is a decision that's going to end up coming by wwe and they ask oh, i don't yeah. think they realize it yet yeah i agree completely but what you had as well is you had those 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 guys who didn't have tv experience didn't have a lot of wrestling experience it's day in day out they got to work with people like finn balor samoa joe um Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens for a bit, all these guys who were in and around NXT for you know a few years when it was this super indie, which supposedly Vince didn't like. Like they all got to work. The the, un, the inexperienced guys got to work with guys like that week in, week out, day in, day out at the performance center. And because those guys were there, they were obviously in the big stories, the big, the big angles and all this with the stuff which was bringing the fans in. But those guys got to learn from the best. Whereas if you make it this big, like turn it back into a development, if you like, and looking for these big guys. So like Parker Board Parker Bordreau, is that his name? The one who looks a bit like Brock Lesnar, he's massive. Um, I believe he's a, a like an ex-footballer. I might be wrong. Um like he's gonna Bordeaux. when they put him on, yeah, when they put him on NXT TV. If there's no, uh, there's no Finn Balor, there's no Samojo, there's no whoever, you know, all these guys, uh, experienced TV guys who can can sh- protect him and look after him and and help him through those difficult moments, particularly early in his career, he could fall flat on his face before he gets anywhere near the main roster if they haven't got those big names and experience, those super indie names, if you like, in NXT. Like I feel like that could be really problematic, um, and if I was you, if I was USA, and uh, WWE started just like chucking out NXT each week with like Parker Bordeaux and and all these names who nobody knows, I'd be a bit pissed off because they're paying money for NXT when I, as NXT was NXT, they're paying for the Super Indie, which people was like a kind of like a cult following, and. More and more, that's getting lost. Um, I want to quickly ask you about Adam Cole. They, uh, so Sean Ross Sapp reported Friday uh, evening that uh, just before SmackDown, that Adam Cole was uh, meeting with Vince McMahon during SmackDown to discuss extending his contract, or you know, they were giving him the pitch to stay. And they apparently, since it's, uh, it's been reported by a few different people, that he's been offered big, big money to stay. They obviously seem to want him to stay. However, while he's having that meeting, they fired one of his best friends and uh, undis- fellow undisputed member alum- alumni. Um, that is a weird way to negotiate with someone for me, i got to say. If they really want Adam Cole to stay, that was a weird thing to do, i got to say. Yeah. Uh, I, I I still think Adam Cole is um, – th- I think he out after yeah. uh Yeah, so I do man. too. Like I, if, I mean, shit. If I if I was him, I'd leave too. Like what the hell? Oh, stay there God for. And, and, and like I, I I think I think they I think they would. Like I mean I I don't know the amount of uh money that they're planning to offer Adam Cole. Like I I, I would have to I would have I I, I feel like with, with cash stuff. I feel like I would have to hear that from yeah Adam Cole himself. But I know he's never going to say that shit. But but uh but yeah, man, Adam Cole. That's he, I, I think he had. He's in a really great position right now. Like he has all the leverage. Like he can't make oh, a wrong man. decision. Like he could stay with WWE. I'm pretty sure make bank, or he go to AEW and probably had a run of his career. The the next good run of his career. But like this is the thing. Adam Cole has had a great run in NXT. Like I like you can't say he's like, he, like, like he's done everything, bro. Like he he literally had a fantastic run in NXT. And like I don't think there's anything for him overall SmackDown. I feel like. I feel like they would say anything to keep him from going elsewhere. Like they would tell him, you know, you know hey, what? we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. You know, make sure you do the this. The only thing do which that. I think would have kept look, look, him. Look what the fuck they doing with Finn Balor right now. 
Yeah. Like Bat Ballard just That's came exactly off the run. Bat Ballard just came off the best run that he's that he's had in WWE and the like that they already like fucking it up. Yeah, I thought it looked at one point. I thought it like they might do a John Cena match, and I thought, well, that's got potential because John Cena is not going to be there for long. So you could give Finn like the big win, really build him up, but it doesn't even look like they're doing that. And like to me, I feel like one of the things that maybe would have, I'm not, I don't pretend to speak for Adam Cole by any means, but if I was him, the one thing which might pique my interest in terms of staying is if they was to say something like, we want you to go to Raw or SmackDown with Undisputed Era. We want you to get back together and we want you to be like the dominant stable on the brand. Like, I feel like that might have sort of interested him and, and got his attention and maybe tempted him into staying. If it was, and I'm thinking, you know, if it was me, um, that would be an option. The only other thing I could think of is if they would wanted to do, I think I mentioned to you a while back, some sort of like, I think it, the ship sailed now, but when uh, when the AEW started doing the Bullet Club stuff, WWE could have jumped on real quick and put like Adam Cole and AJ Styles and Finn Balor together in in a little stable and kind of done the same thing for the hype and the and the buzz would have caused. Um, I just don't. I agree with you. I don't see what else Adam Cole can do in WWE because I just don't see. Vince putting him over Bobby Lashley or Roman Reigns for the for the WWE title, never. So, like, would he be happy to just have a run and as a, a IC title holder, maybe, or a, a US title holder, maybe, or end up in like a, a tag thrown together tag team? I don't know. Um, on the other side of the fence, uh, Andrew, I would say the one thing is Adam Cole has been very open over the years in saying that it is his dream to be a WWE superstar and to be kind of like Shawn Michaels, I think, is one of the names he's mentioned. So maybe he his aim, personally, is to be just on Raw every week or SmackDown every week. I don't know. Um, if his aim was just to be a WWE superstar, he's appeared on SmackDown. He fought Daniel Bryan in the invasion angle. Um, I think he was, they were on Raw as well. So he's kind of achieved those goals. It depends what his goals are now. But he, what a storyline they could do in AEW with Adam Cole. My God. Like, if can you imagine, like, Adam Page is getting beaten down at the end of All Out or something. And, um, like, by the elite. And Adam Cole was to come down with a steel chair. You can imagine the Adam Cole. Nah, for real, bro. I was thinking like Adam Cole could come in and that could be your way to turn Kenny Omega face. Do you think? Well, and have Adam Cole align with the Bucks. Yeah. That, that versus could... Omega and the Good Brothers, is it? Or nah, just, just Omega just take solo. over the whole thing. Take over yeah. the whole joke. I would like I would love that, mate, because you know what that would do? Bro, that I, would, I, straight I, away I, I, that would make Adam Cole a big deal. I, I think it's money in Babyface Omega. It's it's yeah. all it's always money in Babyface Omega, bro. Like and I think, gone. I was, just was gonna about say, to, about to say he, he's the one guy who could take over the elite. Yeah, and, and he fit. But Adam Cole is like natural cocky here. Like, but if I'm Adam Cole, I'm looking at it like this, right? Five things. Look! Look! Look at how WWE has booked small guys, right? Yes. AW's hat. WWE is not right. They 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 literally firing people during the middle of shows, right? They should let you know all you need to know. I can't even remember the other two things, but it don't even matter at this point. Like, if I'm Adam Cole, like I'm gonna have, go have this match with Kyle O'Reilly. I'm gonna go kill it. And I'm gone. I'm out. Is that's it's, it's, like it's this is no. I mean, I, I can see if like if I mean at the end of the day, Adam Cole is going to make the best decision for him. Like if he feels he wants to stick around in WWE and he feel like he could change the place, then go chase that dream, my brother. But WWE does not have a solid track record of booking guys very well, especially coming up from NXT. You are not a homegrown talent. You already had a name before you came to WWE. You are not the tallest individual, which they. Whether we realize it or not, they 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 very much uh, pay attention to that, and that's a big deal to them. And I think the last person to really overcome that 
was probably AJ Styles, and they just had no choice because AJ was that damn good. And then prior to him, it was Daniel Bryan, and they didn't even want Daniel Bryan to get yeah. what he get. And then now they try to act, they try to take credit for the the yes yeah. movement, like that was some orchestrated yeah. thing, like. But um, but yeah, Matt, like Adam Cole, like if he go to if he goes to Raw SmackDown, like he probably gonna have like a 50-50 shot. Of becoming a star, and I, he's very I'm bro, bro, look, look, look at what the fuck they doing with Keith Lee. Like, oh my God, Keith man. Lee got everything they can want. He got the size, athletic as hell. He can talk on the mic, charisma. He's marketable. You can send him on the little NBC Good Morning talk shows and all that bullshit right there. He can do all that. He can literally do all that. And they, they, they just don't like. They don't see it. And like Adam Cole, he can do the same thing. He just don't have the size, but he's career. He got charisma, athletic. Well, somewhat athletic, and you know he can. You know he can go in the ring. He can talk people into the building. I'm assuming. I guess. I think he can. But like, I I really don't know uh, if staying with WWE is the smart decision. I feel like AEW is like the perfect choice. Plus, the significant others there. Like, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure everything would, makes sense. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure he would be treated like a big deal as soon as he walked through the door. Like, I, I think it's just unlimited options for him in AEW. Unlimited storylines, and you know what I mean. You know. I mean, I, 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 at the end of the day, bro, he he, he going to make his decision and, you know, ain't shit we could do about it. But I think that AEW is the the best option for uh, for Adam Cole. Yeah, I, I do kind of agree, mate. I got to say, I um, I just, I there's so many po- more positives to him going to AEW than there is vice versa. Um, and like you say, I think him taking over from, like, basically stealing the elite or the bullet club from underneath Kenny Omega is the perfect way. Cause he, he does that. He is straight away the top heel in the company. And he's got an incredible, um, he's got incredible chemistry with the young bucks as well. Adam Cole has. Um, and I just think you've got so much old footage from BTE and all this different stuff that can really, progress that and tell a long-term story and you can flesh it out it's uh yeah I, I i agree with you on that that'd be a phenomenal way to bring him in um so there's and and of course you could also go the other way and have him be the guy who kind of supports adam page because adam cole is quite a good baby face as well with his chant and everything there's so many different ways to go he's a very very talented guy by the way he is and He's money on the mic. Um, another guy who looks like possibly could be on his way is uh, Pete Dunn. Is con- our contract mate, apparently. Do you think WWE will try and keep him, or do you think they're going to let him go? Do you think he, to me, seems like a WWE guy? Him and um, the other guys from Strong British Strong Style, they do seem very, particularly when you see some of the UK interviews they've done around the Performance Center and stuff, like they seem to be, the guys like when Alex McCarthy, um, friend of the channel, um, went and did the tour of the the British PC, it was those three guys which showed him round and stuff. Like they seem to be the guys, and I know Pete Dunn's in America now. But what do you think about Pete Dunn? Very quickly, like where do you what do you see on the horizon for him? Uh, I I, th- I think Pete could go uh, either way. To be honest with you, like I do see him as more well WWE guy, and I think WWE will try to make a a play to keep him considering you know the history of the the uh the uk title that they try to establish um you know since seeing this how he had one of the longest reigns and sort of like a focal point like i'm, I'm, I'm assuming they want to have him do some comeback appearances at some point uh at nxt uk i i bro, it, it, I'm, I'm not even trying to be funny right now like I, i'm like I'm, I'm always shocked like when these releases happen and like there's nothing from nxt uk like and I'm, I, of course yeah. I don't I don't I don't want nobody to lose their job, but I'm like I, I'm like how like because I know but, what you mean, man. Yeah, you, you you know what I'm trying to say, but um, but yeah, like Pete Dunn, you're, I, you're I, releasing you're releasing Bray Wyatt, but Jackson Riker's still got a job. You're releasing hey, Bray hey, Wyatt, hey, hey, but we, so you know what? I, 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 I all these other I, dudes. I, I, like I, I, I could list off a load of guys who've caused them problems and embarrassment with their bad behavior, and they release Bray Wyatt, bro. Animals. I, I I could go on thirty hours, no, not thirty hours, probably like thirty minutes about Jackson Riker. Piece of shit. I go on thirty hours, bro. I'm telling you, 
Yeah, but... it's and they released Bray Wyatt next. No, nah, but uh, but but as far as Pentagon goes, yeah. I mean, I I feel like he. I feel like he could be an asset to AW. I feel like he'd be something different. You know, he's yeah, uh, I, do. I, I don't, I don't think you had that. Uh, that I don't, I don't think Kip Sabian is going to be that British standout star if, if that's what you're looking for. And I don't think Pete Dunn, I, I, I think Pete Dunn just could be like that, you know, that good talent that you have on hand and you can slide him in a bunch of different positions. You know, I think it'd be cool to have him on the roster. And I think he would get booked well, of course. But I mean, you know, I, I don't think he could. I don't, I don't think he would make a bad choice by staying with WWE either. Because, I mean, obviously, no. they see they value him and they see something in him. But at the end of the day, he just got to make the best, uh, best, best decision, decision for him and his family and what he yeah, thinks is for, the best. For Peter well. Dunn. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Peter Dunn fan. I think he's a Peter Dunn. He's a Peter. Peter Dunn is an exceptional, uh, exceptional wrestler. Uh, and he seems to be fairly good moralistically as well. Um, but you know, it's what it is. Um, we can't do a show mate, without talking about it. You mentioned him earlier. It does look increasingly like CM Punk will be AEW bound. They hastily, should I say, or they maybe not hastily, they very quickly booked a Chicago show, uh, live for Rampage. Um, when is that one? Do you know the date off the top of your head? 20th, 20th of August, so that's next week. Is CM Punk gonna turn up at that show? Do you think he better be? Unless they want people walk out the. <laughs> do you think that's now, why it sold out so quickly? Yeah, of course, of course. But it's the it's the anticipation. Like they people want to, but I I, I think it's a hundred percent locked in. But it, like, bro, they, they're basically telling you that he's gonna be on the show without actually saying it. Why yeah. why would they say it? Like you like. They're, they're literally giving away all these hints about CM Punk popping up on the show. Yeah. See, CM Punk turned off the comments on his Twitter. Like, and I'm assuming that was because he got tired of people asking about it. Like, yeah. I, I, I think Punk is 100% locked in. He's going to show up at the end of that uh, that Rampage show. And I, I'm going to be so, I'm, I'm probably going to be sick because I'm probably going to miss that because that show is the day before my birthday and I'm probably going to be out. No, so I'm probably going to miss it. So I got. I'm probably going to keep up on Twitter. Hopefully, they get the clip up real quick, so I can. Uh, so, so they I can normally see when there's a big debut. Yeah, they, 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 debut, they get it up real quick. They get it out real quick. Yeah. So, so, um, so hopefully, I can. Uh, I can see that. But man, I, I think Punk. That like I I, I, I you know you guys see people try to downplay like what CM Punk uh oh, like man. like what he can like no, if he shows up in AEW like I think that'll be like a massive, massive, massive deal. Like especially considering the fact that look. They can do the whole thing of him showing up uh, at at that rampage show, and then you know what? You don't even have to put him on TV for the next few weeks. You can wait and promote his first promo for that dynamite in Chicago. Not even all out. You can just promote it for the the, the dynamite in Chicago. Like that's like a two maybe two weeks after. Like and that's just a way to build anticipation. And then you never know the number they might do, and that'll let you know all they that all you need to know about um how much of a draw CM Punk still is. And then he, he, even with this October 20th show, it's going to be interesting to see the rating come out of that because people automatically expecting uh, CM Punk to, to show up on this show. And then, like, on top of that, you got the, 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 the cloud that's hanging over everybody's head, which is Brian Danielson. And then people don't know what, like, what he's going to do. Like, you know, the, the reports was out there that um, he's probably going to show up at that Arthur Ashe show, which a lot of people are excited about. I've never seen a wrestling show in a damn tennis stadium. I'm interested mm-hmm. to see how they say production standpoint. Because you know I'm real into the production stuff and the camera work and all that stuff. So I'm interested to see how they how they even shoot that and how they even like like what the fuck is the tunnel gonna be and like all like you know what I'm saying? I'm just real interested yeah, to see how they set that up. But uh but yeah, but if they can if if they really do have punk and Danielson locked in, that is massive, bro. And that's a hit to wwe like that that like i don't care what nobody say but that's gonna hurt like oh, having, like I, punk literally carried wwe for almost three years yeah danielson was a top star there that, that danielson was a top star there since 20 2014 2013 like you can't you can't replace two people like that and then on top of that if they were if they are to lose adam cole that'd be another hurt or, or another loss to the nxt brand Big loss, not necessarily to WWE as a whole, but more so to NXT. So, 
you're 100% right, mate. But I saw uh, a guy he was on, I think it was on, might have been Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember. But this guy uh, is a fairly well known podcaster, fairly. And he said that if uh, WWE basically have, they haven't gone in for CM Punk because he's passed it. They haven't got, they don't want Daniel Bryan. That's why they didn't ex- offer him an extension. Uh, and he said they got rid of Bray Wyatt and, Adam, and, Adam, and same with Adam Cole because they don't want him. Um, and if AEW sign them, they're pathetic. They're just WWE liked. And I said, you've got two once in a lifetime talents in Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, both incredible on the mic, both incredible in the ring. Um, I'd say Daniel Bryan is by far one of the best ring workers in history let alone the modern era. CM Punk, I don't think, I don't uh, count personally as one of the great, great ring workers, but he's very good in the ring, or he, he was very good. But his promo work Punk is as good as anyone. Real quick. Punk is really good in the ring. I think a lot of people forget what he was yes. doing prior to WWE just because most of his, like, popularity as far as like the mainstream and like getting his ad, like getting so many ads on him came when he was in WWE. And if yes. you go back and look at the stuff he, he was doing in Ring of Honor or IWA Mid-South or like go, Punk was the man, bro. He was like oh. really good. I mean, I don't know how well that stuff holds up today, seeing as how the in-ring standards have increased greatly. But Punk, his um, Punk, Punk did a, he, he had some real good stuff like back in the early 2000s, mid-2000s, bro. Like Punk is a yeah. good wrestler. I don't know if he can still go today. I did see um uh, uh, uh Sean... Sean's fight for select report about uh you know t- people on the heels cast saying that he still look good. So, you know. There you go. I mean see. people forget C- CM Punk is one of the best promos ever. Like people forget it wasn't just like that one pipe bomb which was good. He did promo and he was like you said, he carried WWE programming for three years. Um, so just like I said to you before, I only watch Raw for Bray Wyatt and I'm like to see if they're doing anything with him and then a couple of other talents like the Hurt Business and and uh, maybe Alexa or, you know, just a few. I'm not really wanting to watch the whole show. I'm looking out for a few talents. Back in those days, CM Punk was the one that everybody was looking out for. His promo work was incredible. So to me, him and Daniel Bryan are once in a lifetime talents and when you when once in a lifetime talents become available you make sure that you offer them or you do all you can to sign them to your company whatever business you're in whether it's a once in a lifetime soccer player cricketer footballer whatever it may be if someone in your field of business is available who can change the game and you can get them on board without bankrupting your company then you do everything you can to do so. Um, so to get two of them, not just one of them, to get two of them would be simply incredible. Then you chuck in Bray Wyatt, who in my opinion, only my opinion, but a lot of people agree, one of the most creative minds of the modern era and a guy who has proven time and time again he can get over and he can create new characters and he can create interesting content that gets people talking why wouldn't you want a guy like that who can do stuff like that? He could put out a, a five-minute YouTube video filled with Easter eggs and all sorts of things in the background, which people will watch for weeks afterwards trying to pick out stuff and talk about your show. Why wouldn't you want to do that and let him let the reins off him a little bit? And then you've got Adam Cole, who's been the focal point of NXT for the last three years, um, a fantastic worker, an even better promo and a great look who just happens if all that stuff wasn't enough. He also just happens to have incredible chemistry with the biggest stable in your company. And though, though it's just, it's not Tony Khan or AEW's fault that those four guys have suddenly all become available at the same time. Now, just because they've all become available at the same time, does that mean you don't bring those guys in? Hell no. You bring those guys in because, tell you what, if you go into Twitter posts and you look at, like, hashtag Adam Cole or hashtag Bray Wyatt or CM Punk or Daniel Bryan, the amount of people on there saying, I haven't watched wrestling for years, but if they go to, if Punk or Bryan goes to 
AEW, I'm going to watch. Or the amount of people saying, I only got back into watching wrestling because of Bray Wyatt and his content. So I'll go wherever he goes. I certainly won't watch WWE, blah, blah, blah. It's not just one or two comments. There is hundreds of these types of comments. Those four guys will guarantee, at least at the beginning, an influx for, for AEW of, um, of viewers and, and fans. And then it's up to them to book them in a way that people find interesting and, you know, keeps it interesting. And they put on good matches and stories, et cetera, et cetera, of course. To me, hey, nothing but exciting. Um, what would you very quickly, Med? So let's assume that all four of those guys have signed for AEW um, and you've got now, say, five or ten minutes to tell me with each person what you would do with them in AEW for their first sort of storyline to bring them in. Brother, you can start with, with, with whoever you want, Med. Uh, that's kind of difficult off the top, but like, uh, for Punk, I'm I'm assuming like his first interaction with an AEW talent was probably gonna be with Darby Allen, probably at that that uh, Rampage show in Chicago. That's like the automatic assumption. Um, as far as like a few goes, I can't really call it. Like, I, I feel like that can change on a whim. For Brian Danielson, I I definitely think he could be like sort of that, um like helping out one of the guys who is not necessarily on the roster, maybe somebody that's like on dark, like maybe like a Daniel Garcia who we've seen on dynamite over the past couple of weeks. Like he's, he is really good. Like, I don't know if you had a chance to see the, the 60 minute uh, Iron Man match that he had with uh, Willie Uta over the not 60 minute Iron Man, but the 60 minute match he had with Willie Uta at the IWTV uh, 100 show. I think it was over the weekend. That was really good for a sixty minute match, and I, I like I, I'm not really a fan of like those long distance matches because I get kind of out of it like twenty minutes in. But yeah. they, they they did a good job of like holding my attention uh, for the for the for the good portion of the match. But like I, I can see him, you know, like but I, like with Brian, I, I don't really see Brian coming in and being like, oh yeah, I'm with the world title. Like I feel like he's like just a guy like look, just put me in something that I can sink my teeth into, and let, we can work the rest of that shit out, and it's gonna just gonna happen as gonna happen. And like, if he just walks into a world title, I feel like that's that's gonna be by way of the fans pushing him that way, and yes. not necessarily a thing of him being like, oh yeah, this is where I need to be. I feel like Brian is like the only dude in the world who doesn't see himself as like a top guy, like <laughs> man, like, yeah. like it, but he he definitely is like, and probably the top of the top if he goes there. But like, I feel like he doesn't view himself in that way, and not in the sense that he doesn't think he's good. He's just like, you know, you know. He'd rather I, have something interesting to do, yeah. I think, isn't it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? He said the best thing out of the whole pandemic from March to April as far as like WWE and the pandemic is still, still going on, but you know what I'm trying to say. Um, he said the best thing that he did was the stretch of matches that he had with Drew Gulak and the empty PC. <laughs> that should let you know all you need to know about Daniel Bryan. Like he, he, even when he walked out in front of WrestleMania, like he said, like that that he like it wasn't like anything like special, yeah. I guess. Like it was just like you know, yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I, bro, I, I think like with, with WWE, bro, we've heard, like I, I'm, I'm not gonna say he they did that to Daniel Bryan. I don't think they did this to Daniel Bryan. Like I feel like they, they you've heard this a lot. They they do they kill a lot of people's passion for wrestling, bro. Like they, they do that. Like we've heard Buddy Murphy say it. Like I I I I've heard I've heard Tyler Breeze say similar things, but I think he is like so in he was so in WWE bubble he doesn't realize it. Like, yeah, like even now, because he's still doing up, up, down, down and stuff, he's still in that bubble, isn't he? And I think that makes it difficult to see it from the the outside fully for them. Especially when it, when he's been in there so long. Yeah. Like, he's kind of forget what the outside look like, but like, I'm like even with guys like Bronson, I'm excited to see what Bronson Reed does, bro. But um, they going going back to your question with Bray Wyatt, like, look, man, I I, I know the dog or the dudes they they don't want nobody to try to fill in for Brody Lee, but like that's 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 like such a natural like just non force fit, like him being the dark order, like that's like. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, it, 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 okay, so even if they just don't want to like throw him in there 
you can like have him work his way into it. You know what I'm saying? Like have him gravitate towards the people, have you know them gravitate towards him, or you know have it be like some weird happenstance where he like helps him or something like that. You know, like it don't got to be something forced, but like I feel like that's such like a natural fit, Bray Wyatt and um, hundred percent with Dark Order, but and, and Adam Cole, like I was thinking of probably the idea earlier. Like I don't know how they would get there or how they would get to that point, but. I mean, the, the Bucks and Omega have a deeper history than they do with Adam Cole. But at the same time, Adam Cole does have a good history with uh, the Bucks. So, I mean, you can you can swing that either way. But may, maybe he just comes in and ends up joining the group as a whole. And then they just end up presenting him as a big yeah. deal without yeah. having to turn on Omega. They could do him. They could do the turn um, as well. Like, they could kind of do the storyline that they did really on BTE and Ring of Honor and New Japan. They could just retell that story just slightly different. So have Adam Cole join the group and then um, kind of slowly start to, you know, turn against each other and stuff. I quite like the idea of him coming down and everyone thinks he's coming to save Adam Page and him kind of doing the old turn where he doesn't. Um, Last question, mate, and we'll only spend like just a couple of minutes on it. But it looks like Ruby Riot is going to AEW. In my yeah. opinion, that is a phenomenal pickup by them. That is just what they need. Their women's division has been so much better since they finally pulled the trigger with Britt Baker properly. Um, and I commend them for it. Um, again, they saw a problem on their TV and their booking. And they adjusted, they they made it better, and they've done a good job with the women's division. And I think the one thing why people's people who hate AEW don't get, and I think people who are trying to be like quite fair, like me, yourself, and others, is like the one thing that AEW has done exceptionally well since they began is pivot when there is a problem. So if something isn't working, they don't just beat it into the ground. They will st- Stop it, whether it was uh, Brandy Rhodes's group, I forget what they were called, wasn't working, so they binned it. There's been a few other little examples, wasn't working, so they binned it. Of course, they can do that. Um, yeah, Ruby Riot's phenomenal pickup, mate. Oh, yeah, um, my, yeah, my bad. I, I'm in the comp. I was, um, Joe, Joe, Joe was talking trash on Twitter on the, um, under the comments under your post. He was like, he was like, I, I'm gonna have to come on and confront confront Andy T because he's gotten too over. So, <laughs> <laughs> so no, I, I was uh, I was I was responding to Joe. But yeah, man. Joe is welcome Ruby, anytime. Always sure. on the channel. I love him. He's but yeah, Ruby um Ru- Ruby Soho now, right? Now Ruby Riot. Ruby Soho. I think that's the name. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but she would be a great addition to the AEW women's division. Like but AEW they have a really good women's division. Like I, I don't know what it is. Like they, they, I just feel like they need to put put more on TV. But like they, they like they kind of are. But like they kind of aren't. Like it's, it's it's like a weird thing. Like when you look at the match, they they got uh, Red Velvet just came out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere. She built. She been building up wins on um on. Look, hey, side. Let me tell you something, bro. I ain't mean to get too off topic. I know you mm-hmm. just a little. Yeah, but a like AEW Dark and AEW Elevation and AEW Rampage is gonna be like. It's like three of their best AEW's best moves because you are keeping so many people from being frustrated from not being yes, able to wrestle. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and then those factor in to the win loss. So that's the easy way to get them on TV. You ain't even got to think hard. You ain't got to come up with no storyline. You really don't because it's like, yeah. hey, they building up wins. They move them up in the rankings. So they next up in the rankings. So you got to put them on TV because they got to confront the champion. Like, it's the, like, bro, the shit is literally that simple. Like you, you don't even have to do no like deep thinking into it. It's like that simple. Like so Red Velvet worked her way up or when she hadn't been on Dynamite and I don't know how long, but she worked her way up on Dark, got up a bunch of wins. And then now she at the point where you literally have no choice but to put her on TV because she's number one or number two or whatever ranking she is. You know what I'm saying? Like it's smart. Like and then you keeping people like people are not frustrated because A, they can go do Dark Elevation. They can do um rampage they can work the independence yeah. for certain dates like you can't be upset that's how you keep the morale high like you let people do different shit you know what i'm saying like it's, it's it's a good way and then you got people like in the women's division like thunder rosa 
But I think Thunder Rose is like 18 and 0, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, no, I, 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 I know. That's how you build up a star, mate. I, I, I think they're going to run it back with her and Britt. Like, I personally, I would like to see Chris Statlander versus Britt and then have Britt be her and then face Thunder Rosa. Right. Like, um, but. I just don't get Chris Statlander at all. Like, I know she's, I know she's a good worker. I know she's a good worker. I just don't get it, bro, at all. And it's nothing against her. I, I, and she's good. I'm a clip this and tag her. Tag the channel. Just don't get it. <laughs> just don't get it. But uh, lastly, mate, I just want to ask you something. Um, but we'll keep oh, it really sorry, brief because I do need quick. to finish. Go on. Go on. Real quick. What, what, what did you, what did you think about? Um, the Max Caster stuff. That's exactly what I was going to ask you. For real? For real? That's great. Yeah. Oh, mate, look. It's hard, isn't it? It was it? stupid. Because it, yeah, was it was just stupid. so avoidable. I really like battle rap, and I really like hip-hop and stuff like that. And in that sort of thing, you say stuff like that, and you go over the line, especially in like battle rap and stuff, because that's the point and doing it but doing it in a clever way which is creative and and good bars and stuff my problem is it should never have gone you can't do it on national tv particularly about the subjects like mental health and sexual abuse of course you can't it's, anyone knows that that you in this day and age you can't do that on like primetime evening tv you just can't whether people think that's right or wrong whatever and we care what people think you can't do it in this day and age it's not acceptable it should never have made i know it was on youtube rather than dynamite but i don't even know how that shit got past the editing process yeah but apparently from what i've judging by tony khan's statement where he said he's now taking over the editing he wasn't involved in the editing pro process of the of the youtube shows which i was surprised at but what i will say is someone probably should have taken a bit of a telling off, shall we say, that that made it through. But there was people talking about it before the show went live, because obviously there was people in the in the uh, in the arena, like people that heard it when they recorded it. Because I saw people talking about it before it went live on YouTube. Like you've got to be as a social media, and they were tagging the AEW social media, like. They should have picked up that there was a problem. So even when it's got through the editors and all the people who do all that side of things, the people who produce the show, the editors, then the social media people who run this AEW social media people, I have no idea who that is. But like when they were getting messages before the show went live saying, can't believe that's going to be on the show or whatever, like that should have been a thing like I just, I don't know. It's unbelievable to me that it got through, man. It really is unbelievable. Yeah, that, that 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 was like the dumbest shit that I think you could possibly say. Let, 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 let me just say this, bro. I, I don't know Max Caster personally, so I'm not gonna like take it to like a personal level. I don't think yeah. it needs to go to that. I mean, especially if I don't know these people, but of course that was that that was just some stupid shit to say. Like, I don't know in yes, in his right mind, like let him think that that was like, oh. Let me make fun of somebody's mental health and uh, and, and, and let me make a, a, a joke about a rape case from 2006. Like, oh, yeah, people will get it. No, that's not funny. And then, and then no. at that, you directed the case to a 19 year old, Jesus. Julia Hart. Like, come oh, on, my like, like it, it, should, it should be some point, like, in your brain, something in your brain that kicks in, like, yeah, ah, maybe, he I not, maybe I should not say that. And then AEW social media, AEW's, um, editing team is also to blame for that because that just lets you know that somebody in that process think thought that that shit was okay because I, I i i refuse to believe that they just like oh i didn't hear it you heard it you just probably didn't yeah. think it was a big deal and that's just, you know you got yeah. you got you got to change some shit up in the pipeline but unfortunately tony khan had to take on the position of editing that show and dark elevation which i think that's a lot like i i, I really don't I, 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 really don't I really don't think it should be to that extent because he's gonna be running out. a bloody football club as well let's not bro. you know let's not forget yeah, and, exactly and he, he he's gonna burn himself out bro like doing that and yeah. and he's a part of the jacksonville jaguars when the why, season, like, why season, didn't the editors pick it up mate i don't understand but, i mean i just I, I i think that's like somebody thought that that like they, they didn't think it was a big deal i'm not gonna say that they thought it was okay they just probably heard it and thought it was a big deal, and that. But that yeah, maybe they thought 
that the producers are okay it, but you've got to check, haven't you? Like in in twenty twenty one, and you hear something like that, and it's your job to edit the show. If it was me, I'd be like, I'm going to shoot Tony Khan or whoever. I'm going to shoot him a message and say, Did you know Max Caster said this? Is that okay to go out? Just to check if, if I was editing, I would have cut that shit out as a whole. Yeah, well, yeah, that that that, that, that wouldn't have seen the light of day. But if you're not sure, yeah, I if that's exactly if it was me. No, but, no, but, no but I mean, they're, they're like when you say you're not like you, you should be sure. Like you should have yes, people that are aware enough to uh, yeah, catch just stuff say, like that. Yeah, like you can't just that's, that's what their job is, isn't it? To catch stuff that you know should be you, you, you can't just go on air and say shit like that. Like that's yeah. not. Um, but then if they've said to him, he can say whatever he wants in these raps. Is it on them to to Uh-oh. then not be aware? Right. Um, Andrew, uh, just saw on Twitter. Can you still hear me, mate? Andrew Thompson, can you hear me? We lost him just as we were about to finish. Andrew, can you hear me? Can you hear me, baby? Can you hear me? Andrew Thompson, can Yo. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I just, I like literally just caught up. Sweet. Um, just read a tweet in the last two minutes being put out by Nico Extra on Twitter. It says uh, Bray Wyatt's 90 day non compete clause ends on October the 29th, which is about a week before AEW full gear. That is interesting. Um, did you catch that there, mate? Uh, what would you say? You cut out again, uh, but not not you Bray, cut out. It was the damn stream yard. Bray Bray Wyatt's release clause ends on a, a week before full gear for uh, AEW full gear, which is very interesting to me because I think AEW is the best fit for him, best place to go national TV because he's a big star, he's a big name. Um, I'll be interested to see whether they turn him. And by the way, we're going to finish now, but Buddy Buddy Murphy. Shout out to Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black or Malachi Black and Matthew, whatever he's going to be called now, because their their video vignettes and stuff they've put together with um, oh, well, I forgot his name, but he's uh, Josiah Williams. Incredible stuff. I love it. Um, and I hope that every time these guys and girls get released from WWE, I think they should just all start tying these videos together and create their own little universe why not use their creativity for good is what i say um andrew thompson i don't know if you can hear me but i thank you so much for your time mate i really needed this show today i um i've been really itching to do a show get the series two off to a, a start and and just talk some wrestling with you again mate really enjoyed today's perk cheered me up big time mate that's i don't know if you can hear me but uh Goddamn stream yard. So we move. We are moving to Skype. Oh, mate, don't swear at me. Skype. <laughs> what is this? Nineteen eighty-six. Jesus <laughs> fuck. We go to Zoom, maybe is it? it? Zoom. No matter of fact, let's do Zoom. We can go live on Zoom. I will go live on Zoom. I'm 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 fed up with um with this stream yard shit, but it takes up too much bandwidth. Like every time you talk. Like I, pr- I probably get a good five minutes out of you, and then next thing you know, I'm catching up in times four speed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, so we, we'll, so, we'll so, switch so. to Zoom, bro. No yes, please, please, we'll, we'll please switch to switch Zoom. To Zoom. Um, <laughs> it is my absolute pleasure to have you on again. I love it, mate. Well, I'm um, hoping that we can make this an almost weekly or maybe two weekly thing, but uh, I want to try and right. do it as often as we can. I, I will try to get to you next week but next week is my birthday so my, my, my it's my wife's birthday on the 19th hey that's my birthday chap it's gonna be an expensive day for me gonna be cash apping you your appearance fee and uh <laughs> and buying my wife's load of stuff god it's hey, gonna be it's, a big it's, week hey, before, before we get off i need your best stone cold steve austin Broken Skull Sessions interviewer impression. Everybody, everybody does this. The, the the thing with Austin, like he'll put his hand in somebody's face. He was a red-eyed meat baby face brother, you know. <laughs> but he was he was hot. He was hot in the territory, you know. You gotta. 
he, 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 no, he, what else he say? He was hot and we he liked it. How did it happen? Did, did you <laughs> like it? Like, <laughs> yeah, they know what you mean. And then bam, it all it went. Bam. <laughs> the crowd just loved it. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I don't watch him, man. I gotta be honest. I am. Um, hey, hey. I'm not. Tell, I'm, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Before the end of this year, we are getting a Ric Flair bump in AEW. Oh, I, I, I guarantee you, I th- we are getting I, well, a. Ric- I'm, I'm expecting you now. Ric Flair is a free agent. I expect you to contact him and get him on this show for us. Ric there Flair, easy peasy. Andrew, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. Keep an eye on our social media. Follow at Keeping It Real. Uh, it's spelt with two A's. So two A's in real. Keeping It Real underscore two A's in real on Twitter. Uh, give us a follow for the show. We're currently feuding with Joe Holbert from the uh, uh, <laughs> from the distraction. As we recorded this, we started feuding with him. He don't want this smoke. But... Um, Joe just just said when's the next recording? We got to tell him we're going to let him know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll reply to him now, but we'll, uh, yeah, maybe we'll get Joe to join us next week. But um, until next week, I bid you all a farewell. Thank you for downloading. Please download on Sports Social as well and uh, spread the word. Tell your friends, tell the people that uh, we're back. Andrew, nice one, my friend. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.